Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. Now, Eric, you and I debated on whether we wanted to touch on this topic today because it's you know it seems a little uh, a little heavy considering everything that's going on, but we figured it's also you know sadly it's just a fact of life and it's and it's poignant right now. Dealing with the death of a spouse uh, certainly can is going to weigh on people's minds, especially for our radio demographic, you know, based on age and so on and so forth. So let's get into this. I know it's not necessarily the most you know pleasant thing, but you actually had uh, a client call with a question, and you thought it was kind of poignant as well. Well, it was a it was a friend of a client, okay. Um, and so we had sent out we sent out lots of information, and so this was on the new CARES Act that passed, and what it did it put a moratorium on minimum distributions. So if you are um, now at 72, but 70 and a half last year, so if you're still taking minimum distributions in 2019, you had to continue them. But in 2020, what they've done is they've said, hey, you don't have to take them if you don't want to. And she called because what she read in it that inherited IRAs um, were not excluded. So if you had inherited IRA, you still had to take a minimum distribution. So she said, well, I inherited from my husband when he passed. And I said, well, that's that's fine. It, it, it's, in your eyes, it's considered inherited because you, you received it from him. But in the financial services world, it's not an inherited IRA because a spouse can treat an IRA from the other spouse as their own, okay? Yes, it's inherited, but it's not an inherited IRA. What we're talking about is an inherited IRA is if you have a relative, let's say, let me, a uh, parent, right? Although that has changed now in 2020, but... So if I inherited an IRA from my mom, my mom had an IRA when she passed, I inherited it. Now that's considered an inherited IRA. The reason why I want to keep it that way is that I could have special ways that I can take the money out. I don't have to take it all out in a lump sum. In 2019, I could stretch it. 2020 though, you cannot. So the kids cannot stretch the IRA to have it over 10 years, but that's what they mean. So if you, if you inherited an IRA, let's say from a spouse or maybe a, a grandparent or maybe inherited from an uncle or an aunt or someone else that's not a spouse, that you can treat as an inherited IRA. There's a different rules for that. If you have an IRA and you're subject to minimum distributions, you don't have to take those this year if you do not want to. So another question I asked her or, or told her is that, just because you don't have to take it doesn't mean you might you still may want to take it because you have to look at the tax issues. We're enjoying some of those tax rates right now. So if you can still take the money out and get at a low tax rate and now you've already paid the tax, you don't have to spend that money. Mm-hmm. You know, people think if I take an RMD, I got to spend it. No, you can reinvest it. You just can't put it back into an IRA. You got to put it in a taxable account or use some other tax deferred things if you want to. But you know, you have to look at, so there's two things to it. Yes, I don't take it, but maybe I want to just from the tax standpoint, I can get it at a lower tax rate. So this is where planning comes in. Working with an advisor is going to, you know, look at you holistically and show you, hey, this is some, some of the best options for you. And you can choose between a couple of them, right? If you go this way, this happens. If you go this way, this is what happens. But someone's going to talk to you high level. But 
when a spouse passes, that's a fundamental change for that surviving spouse in a lot of ways. You know, income changes, tax rates change. And sometimes if the person who passed is the one that liked dealing with this stuff and the other person just wants, hey, I want to make sure my lifestyle is not going to change. I don't like the numbers at all. That's where it's critical in working with somebody that's going to be there to help you through it. And we've done this quite a few times. Unfortunately, in our demographic, who we serve, you know, we, we get them to retirement. We're helping them through retirement. And then, unfortunately, um, they pass away. And there's nothing more gratifying to what I do is when I'm sitting in that room with that spouse and we're going through things. We're taking the time to make sure things are set up and be that rock for them because they have so much uncertainty going on in their lives they just want to know, am I going to be okay? And I can tell them, yes, you're going to be okay. And we do all the forms for them. We talk insurance for them. You know, talking to financial services or insurance firms is sometimes like speaking another language. It feels like. Right. It's English, but it doesn't seem like English. So we get on the phone with them. We walk through their options. We handle all that stuff for them because that's really where we earn fees that we charge is being, you know, doing that, the advising, the guiding for people. And it, you know, a couple of times that has happened uh, in the last six months, um, you know, it's where, where we kind of all hands on deck and we really help and make sure that person is totally taken care of. So this piece is taken off their plate and they don't have to worry about it. They can focus on other things. Well, you know, and, and again, no one likes to have to think of or talk about these, but in, even in these times or in any, in any times, we really want to have to deal with that, but it is a fact of life and trying to not sound callous, but we're just going to try to remove the emotion for a moment because we, it's, it's a given, we're all going to be emotional, when this happens, what is typically, you know, kind of the top level, if you will, or concern that the, the remaining spouse has? Is it typically income amounts or how things are going to change or, you know, what are just kind of the, some of the top concerns? Well, it's always income because income drives everything, right? Because income allows you to live your life, to pay for things that you want, to maintain your standard of living. So if, if these people are retired, and they're on Social Security and pension, those kinds of things. And the change there is going to be the surviving spouse is going to lose one of the Social Security benefits. They're going to lose the lower of the two. They go to the higher Social Security benefit. If they had a pension, the way they claimed the pension. So when you go to claim that, there's all these options. Like if you have IPERS, I think there's eight different options now. So if you chose an option which was straight life, which just pays for that one pension year, and that's the one that passes away, then that surviving person gets nothing from that. If they set it up so that they both get the same amount, or maybe there's a reduction, maybe they get half of what the pensioner had or 75%, something like that. So that's going to reduce their income coming in. The transference of investments like IRAs and 401ks, those kinds of things is relatively simple. But if that surviving spouse is going to stop to maintain RMDs, if they are over the age, if they're below the age, they don't have to, that could be a reduction in income coming in. And, but a lot of the expenses don't change. So, you know, I, I talk about this in my class um, when we go through this because it's really sobering to a lot of people. They don't realize this. When a spouse passes away, the property tax doesn't change. It doesn't get cut in half. Um, right. Your cable phone and internet doesn't get cut in half. Utilities typically will only go down just if you use a little bit less. About the only thing that really goes down would be maybe food costs because you're not buying as much food. But maybe by yourself, you tend to go out to eat more. Or maybe by yourself, you want to travel more to see family, um, to be connected to people, that kind of stuff. So maybe those expenses may actually go up. So this is why you need to have a plan if something does happen. 
before retirement or even in retirement called the economic impact of losing a spouse. Again, it's not something that people like to talk about too much because you know, no one likes to talk about death. Um, it's not, in fact, that's the reason why the insurance industry calls it life insurance and not death insurance because it's hard to sell it if it's around death. But that's, that's very true. Yeah. It, it's just a normal, normal thing that happens in nature and you know, you need to be prepared for it. So, you know, when you look at these calls, talk about stress testing, if you're, if you're able to say, okay, if something were to happen, this is what my plan of attack is. This is where I'm going to get my extra income from. This is the things I need to claim. This is, that's when you have a plan to deal with it and this thing does happen, you're ready. As opposed to being reactive, you can be proactive. So that's what we help our clients with. You know, I've had a couple of clients where, you know, they were worried that their, that their uh, standard living was going to change dramatically. Um, in fact, one of my clients was so scared that she was, as she was doing the dishes, she would save the water from doing the dishes and use that to clean the floor, to mop the floor. Oh, because wow. she was just so scared. And, um, you know, we had a meeting and I showed her, said, no, you're going to be fine. You have all of this. I just talked to her on the phone last week and she doesn't spend much money anyway. She's from that generation, um, you know, where they, they saved everything. Mm-hmm. And she can start giving money away to her grandkids now. She's like, you know what? I know I'm not going to need it, and I'd rather see them have it with these difficult times. So I'm start giving them. Wow. You know, she's gifting them almost the maximum amount. What so a, that's a lady. Yeah, what a difference, right? <laughs> yeah, it went from, from hoarding the water from yeah. doing dishes to clean the floor to now she's giving away you know, thousands of dollars. That's having somebody that can show you, hey, you're going to be all right. You're going to be just fine. And if you don't have somebody like that, it's really comforting when you do. And that's really, when people talk about working with an advisor, they think, okay, it costs to work with an advisor. Yes, it does. But the the value that they provide is going to way outweigh any of the costs that you ever have. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040. WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.